Thanks for being here on Community Matters with us Saturday mornings, WBCK, anytime, battlecreekpodcast.com. Richard Pyatt, glad you're here and glad to have the support of Lakeview Ford Lincoln. It makes this show possible. It seems like these weeks just fly by because I feel like we just had a Wiggly Tail update, but that was September. Here we are already moving toward the later part of October, and Jessica Gilbert's back with our next featured pet from the Humane Society of South Central Michigan. Hi there. Hi, how are you? We're good. Boy, oh boy, uh, Halloween coming up soon. We'll have some thoughts for you (laughs) about Halloween and pets. Coming up in just a few minutes. But first, we want to introduce you to our poster kitty for adoptable pets at the Humane Society, and that's Matcha. Did I say that right? M-A-T-C-H-A. I I, I believe so. It's like like the Japanese tea, although she's not green like the tea. (laughs) No, she isn't. She is uh, gray and white and very photogenic. Oh, she's beautiful, and she has got the personality to match. She was born in March. And she is super sweet and super soft. She loves to give kisses. It's really, if you hold her close, she's going to give you lots of kisses. And she does like to be close to you. She wants to sit on your lap. She wants to cuddle. She's maybe not a big fan of being picked up and carried. But if you sit down, she is going to be stuck to your side. (laughs) Okay. So she's a cuddler. She really is. She is just one of those super sweet cats. If you want a cat who is constantly with you, who wants to be in your face, who wants to spend time with you, if you're lonely, you know, I think she's going to be the best fit for you because she wants to be where you are. And that has, by some accounts, I suppose, a bit of a dog quality, right? Dogs want to be near us and a part of whatever it is that we're doing. And cats don't always have that reputation. But some are that way. Yeah, some are definitely that way. I think most cats are happy to be near you, but some of them might not be as in your face. Um, So they might like to perch on the couch and look outside the window while you're uh, reading a book or doing your work if you're working from home. Um, But other cats, yeah, they've got to be right there and they want to be your constant companion. So if you were looking for a cat like that, uh, then she's your cat. So how about uh, mixing with other animals? Clearly, if she's been with uh, you, then that means she's probably okay with other cats, right? Yes. She actually came here with her siblings, um, and they've been adopted. So she's the last one of her litter, but she has lots of friends in the cat room. She is happy to lay with them, but she's also okay on her own. So she doesn't absolutely have to have a friend, but if you've got a cat-tolerant cat in your home, I think that would be a good fit. I think she could be trainable with dogs. Okay. Um, As far as little kids, as long as they're not the kind of kids who want to pick her up and carry her around, um, if they're respectful, um, that would be great. Otherwise, probably a little bit older kids, maybe eight plus, who know to give a cat some space. What else should we think about, particularly if we've never had a cat before, And now we've sort of sold Matcha here as a a real people-friendly cat. And now we've got some people whose wheels are turning. Are there some things that you generally tell folks who might be first-time cat adopters? So um, it's super important that you keep your cats indoors for their health and for the health of the critters outside. Uh, But with that, you have to be prepared to entertain your cat. 
because their entire life 24 seven is in your home. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you have lots of places for them to run and play. Uh, Cat trees are great because they like multiple levels that they can get to. Um, And they need interactive play. Even if your cat is kind of one of those loner cats, it's really important for you to help uh, satisfy their prey needs. A wand toy is excellent for that. So you can play with them. You would really be looking for about an hour of interactive play with your cat a day. And that might surprise people. They might think, you know, I've got to take the dog for a walk for an hour each day. But your cat really needs that play time. And you will be thankful that you did it when they actually sleep through the night instead of come wake you up all night long because they haven't gotten their activity out. Oh, now you've <laughs> now you've mentioned what the payoff <laughs> is. Yes, absolutely. So it's really important. You know, your pets, you have a life outside of them, but their entire lives are you. So when you're home, you want to make sure that you've got that time to bond with them, that you've got the time to play with them. Um, Of course, having a great relationship with your veterinarian is super important. You never know when a cat or dog is going to have a health issue. And if it's an emergency for you, if you've got a great relationship with your vet, you can give them a call and they'll probably fit you in. Mm -hmm. If you only see your vet once every five years and you call, they might not be able to fit you in and you might have to go to the emergency vet, which is a much more costly uh, affair. So it's really important for your dogs and cats to go every single year for a veterinary check and the vaccines that the veterinarians recommend. I'm nodding knowingly right now. (laughs) You say these things and I'm nodding from experience. I I had a cat long ago who had a, a condition. So he would need to visit the vet periodically. And uh, yeah, my vet knew me <laughs> for sure. <laughs> There's something else that we've been hearing a little bit more of, which is kind of interesting. It's super important for your cats to have a good quality diet. And you'll want to work with your vet on that and what it looks like. But from an early age, you don't want to get your cat so accustomed to eating only one kind of food that they won't eat anything else. It's important for them to have a variety, not a constant change up, but an every once in a while variety. So if they decide to become picky eaters in their late age, they have more options to choose from. Our our last cat, uh, there was only one kind of wet food he would eat. And when it became discontinued, we really had a problem uh, convincing him to eat other things. So having a little bit of a mixed diet is helpful. Wow, that's interesting. I know uh, my cat made a transition from uh, dry food to wet food, and I learned, speaking of this, that she prefers pate over cuts. If you're a cat owner, you know this, that pate is basically uh, like, I don't know, ground up food. So it has a consistency of pate like we would have, like humans would have. Cuts, of course, are like meat that are cut in little cubes. She would eat all the gravy and not eat the food when it was cuts. And we find this out the hard way. (laughs) Yes. I actually just had the same thing happen with my office cat here. And I uh, had just purchased a whole case of cuts, Uh, uh, which was a bad choice because he will only eat the pate. Well, luckily there might be a few other mouths in the cat room that might be okay with that. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. All right, so check out Matcha and see her and maybe uh, 
have a meeting at the Humane Society of South Central Michigan, battlecreekpodcast.com. Look at this episode. You'll see her photo there. Promise the uh, Halloween discussion. So, you know, this is kind of fun, but it is still a bit serious, right? This is a time of year when considerations about pets should be undertaken, right? Absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, it's a great time of year for cats and dogs to go missing. Every time you open the door to hand out candy to your trick-or-treaters is an opportunity for your dog or cat to bolt out the door. Um, Also, not all dogs are going to really enjoy everyone coming to the house and ringing the doorbell. Some dogs are better at that than others. Um, Strangers coming to the door. So we recommend that you put your dogs and cats in a back bedroom with the door closed during hours of trick-or-treating just to keep them safe. When your trick-or-treaters come home, or if you purchased a very large bag of uh, candy, knowing that you don't have many trick-or-treaters, but you like to eat it yourself, (laughs) make sure you keep it away from the pets. Uh, Certainly chocolate and the other things are not good for their health. So it's really important to keep those uh, treats away from the pets. Extra candy. Are you talking about me? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds familiar. We've heard that before, the idea that uh, chocolate is not so good. And that's not a joke, right? Absolutely. And there are even some sugar-free candies and some gums. Uh, Anything that contains xylitol is really dangerous for the pets. Some candies, natural candies, are putting in uh, a sugar that they call birch sugar, um, but it is a form of xylitol. So it's really important to make sure that you uh, don't allow your pets any kind of access to non-pet food. So uh, maybe a a couple treats of your own uh, dog or cat treats are fine, but definitely keep them away from the trick-or-treat candy. I seem to remember you talking about, maybe this was last year, about having a little uh, dog party or cat party in the basement and and distract them from all that attention. You know, that is a great idea. I don't know about you, but when we've had dogs in the past, every time the doorbell rings, it is a very stressful situation. So yeah, putting your animals in a place where they can kind of relax, they don't hear those noises, maybe turn the TV up a little bit, um, give them a a chance to chill. Maybe they would like to wear their thunder shirt. Mm -hmm. Uh, They sell those for dogs and cats to help the stress. So there's definitely some of those things that you can do uh, to keep them calm. My uh, parents have a dog that, you know, if a leaf turns over in the wind five miles away, he (laughs) goes nuts. So, um, yeah, this is uh, I don't know what they do on Halloween. I'm pretty sure they turn all the lights (laughs) off and hide. Uh, because he would just be nutty with all of that traffic. Speaking of which, sometimes we like to dress up our pets. Eh, how do you feel about that? So some dogs and cats enjoy being dressed up. Um, they might like wearing um, something small like a bandana. Maybe they are even into uh, wearing a full outfit. My sister's two dogs are uh, Chewinis, and they wear pajamas oh. all the time. So they enjoy that, um, but not all dogs and cats do. So know your dog and cat's personality. It might be fun for you, but think about how they are enjoying it. Again, their whole life is you. And if you spend your time uh, tricking them or teasing them, making them wear things that they don't want to wear, that's not the best life for them. So if you really need to put a cat uh, outfit on something, I would... Uh, 
wear one yourself. That That's a great opportunity for you to show your creativity. Um, if your animal's not into it, I wouldn't do it. I suppose a uh, rapid shaking of their head or their paws trying to remove it would be a uh, indicator, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if you have to fight your animal to try to get a costume on, that's your biggest cue. If the cat is trying to bite or scratch because it does not want it, uh, don't do it. All right. Good advice. Maybe obvious, but worth hearing again. You talked about uh, this being a, a big time for pets to get lost boy that makes a lot of sense the door is constantly opening it's a uh, opportunity for them to run out and that can be really scary um you know here at the shelter the dogs will get scared if they see somebody coming wearing a hat can you imagine how scary it is for dogs or cats who are out on halloween to be able to see all of those strange costumes it is a lot going on people are decorating their houses more outside so it's just really good to keep a nice, quiet place for your dogs and cats to be so they don't get scared. We are the ones who are supposed to be scared on Halloween, not our pets. So let that sit with you for a little while. Meanwhile, check Matcha at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Click through in the show notes because you'll go right to the Humane Society website where you can get the ball rolling to meet her or any of her companions at the Humane Society who might be the right match for you. And as we've said many times, Jessica and her team can help uh, determine those matches and facilitate those. And so all you need to do is reach out and let them know. Wiggly Tail updates monthly on Community Matters. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you. 